Welcome back to the second edition of What the FFF. I'm Moose. I'm Brennan. This is Duncan. <laughs> He's drinking the water. <laughs> <laughs> He's our third host. He's our third host. The, the ornaments will build on the new shelves that we've got uh, looking flashy when we get some cool stuff on there. Let us know if there's anything that you think that we should add. Um, I'm sure some people have got some good ideas. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there will be. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about whys. The whys. The whys, the whys. And um, did you want to start? Yeah, well, I guess as as we know, the whys, one of the most important reasons why we start. Mm. And once we know why we're doing the things that we're doing, the task becomes much easier. Um, you know, that you're able to set down, you know, pretty specific goals to why you want to do it and how you're going to do it. How it becomes easy once you know the why. Yeah, yeah. Why is why is the main driver? Like, there's so many things that we we'll go into. So, one of the things that we discuss with your why is it's it is your purpose and the reason for you doing things. Like, there is a a reason. You may want to lose five, 10 kilos, or you may want to improve your mental health. You may want to get fitter, stronger, change the look of your body. But there is a why to that. Yeah. And that next level is that that's the real driver because at the end of the day, this is what I tell my clients and a lot of them find it interesting is that the number on the scale is superficial. Yeah. Like humans, back of the periods, whatever the hell, whoever made up numbers made up your gravitational pull to the earth. And why should that dictate your health and all these other things with your mental health, your self-image, um, when literally we just made it up? Because it really shouldn't. Yeah. So, segueing, what does it mean to us? Well, I guess starting, the reason why, I guess, you know, if you start to look at, you know, originally, mm. um, my why was opportunity. Mm. Um, there was always sort of a good thought that I was going to do something like that. But then when the opportunity came up, um, it started because I thought it would be really good for you. Mm. Not because it was going to be good for me. Yeah. Like I knew that there was the byproduct of me doing something for you would be good for me. Mm. But then, you know, it didn't take very long before that why then became my why. Yeah. Yeah. So I've always think, you know, they... There's always that old saying where people would say it's like, oh, you'll never do anything properly until, until you're doing it for yourself. Mm. But for a lot of people, it starts. It starts, yeah, especially like how many dads do you have come through and they're like, oh, I'm doing this for my wife or I'm doing it for, for my kids. I want to be more healthier for my kids. Like, yeah. it has to evolve sometimes. Yeah, yeah, 100%. What shifted that why? So it was external, it was in a way that's like, okay, it's an opportunity where I can help out Brennan's business and then the byproduct of that is pretty incredible for myself. What, what was the shift? Where did you find that why? Oh, I became motivated. <laughs> yeah, it was more, that. more energy. Mm. That was, I guess that was the thing. There was that lack of energy that I'd had before starting and then I was like, well, why stop? Yeah, yeah. So you're starting to notice the difference. Yeah. And then that's where you get that, that bit of momentum and yeah. you're going into it. And it all became, you're right, it all became momentum and it was like, oh, well, now I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah. And it's not as hard as I thought it was going to be. Like, yeah, I'm not saying it was easy, but it became easier. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess opportunity, momentum mm. was the original was the original why and then the why turned into 
I want to be strong. Mm. And then, you know, and then it was like we spoke about last week, there was two birds with one stone. I was trying to be, mm. I was trying to lose weight and be strong. And then, so I had to switch yeah. what my why was. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because you really fell in love with the strength training component to it all. Yeah. That was yeah. really your, your biggest driver. And I think that's where it really started to become from something that you were just doing to, to do, like it was being, you know, helping me out. Maybe it was good for your health to actually having that real depth of purpose to it. Like this yeah. is something I really enjoy. And this is something that you then have now stuck to for the last how many years? Like, ten, like seven or eight, nine years, something like that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'd be nine years now. Yeah. So it'd be at that eight yeah. at least, maybe eight and a half. Yeah. So, and you strength training religiously every week yeah. for that whole duration. Yeah. Since starting, consistency has never been a problem. <laughs> no, no, it hasn't been. You've always been ticking the boxes, training multiple times a week, no matter whether it was pre-prep, post-prep, yeah. anything. In COVID, it was ticking the boxes. Plenty of COVID training. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, as we said last week, we were quite lucky with that one. Um, and then, you know, on the contrast, I guess, with my why, I find that my why is very different to yours and that mine come from probably being self-conscious. As a young fella, you know, I probably was 13 when I started the gym and then as a little bit overweight, got a bit of a hard time at school and my reason for going there was like I was self-conscious. I wanted to change the way that my body looked so I'd feel better about myself which yeah. would produce more confidence. Like, yeah, okay, like I guess one of the the first things that if you asked me as a 13-year-old, I would have been like, I want to lose some weight, you know, gain some muscle. Yeah. But the why was yeah self-confidence and because uh, i'm self-conscious yeah and i think for the best part when people really start like unless there's you know outside of doing it for someone else or if like and there's that you know external drive of whatever their reasons is i, I think for the first period of time people don't know why mm. i think that's very common you've got to learn and understand like what you're doing understand the process a little better before you start to go well this is really what i'm doing it for like mm. and i guess the, probably an early segue is and it's usually always around the identity of a person mm. what they want to be or what they think they are that they're not yeah that's always a big key like i guess when we both do our goal setting with our clients there's that big the five questions the positive mm. and the negative of the why yeah and usually, it always comes down to that identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we go into that a little bit more, so we're in, into identity, that's tying directly to your values mm. uh, as a person. And that's where I think when it comes to things like goal setting, yeah. this is obviously something in the health and fitness industry that's very important to have your clear direction and for it to stay in alignment with your, you know, your why, your values, your identity. Um, because that's going to keep you going long term because that's obviously yeah. a big part of our own personal success yeah I guess in the you know, being in the industry or just training and yeah. being in the health and fitness space for so long and not just getting bored or doing things out of alignment and then not enjoying it mm. so what yeah do you want to go into the five whites yeah well I like the way that Obviously, our whys when we started, we, we always aligned with the with the positive. It was like, 
why you know what's the five positive things that we're going to do but mm. i've liked how we've you know moved on and we have to attach that negative side as we've learned that is far more successful if we have both positive and negative wise mm. because we obviously as people we usually attach more to the bad ones yeah, then we do to the good ones because that's a good safety mechanism if we attach to them bad ones. Mm. But if it does fail, like if we do fail, then we're like, oh, well, mm. it was bound to happen sort of thing. Like, yeah. But, you know. You just have to create like accountability a yeah. little bit as well, like a little bit of, um, it's no easy way to put it, but almost a little bit of hurt, a little bit of pain to sort of give yeah. that bit of motivation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, you can't sugarcoat it, can we? Like, mm. when yeah. there's... Part of the problem, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> but that's and that's and they're only as good. They're only as good as honest, as, like as honest as you are. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, if you come in and you, you know, you put down your lie, like or you lie, or you mis put a mistruth down on there, you're not gonna, you're not gonna succeed. Mm. You've got to be brutally honest with yourself, and like, and regardless, even if you sugarcoat it because you're embarrassed to to your coach or trainer to start with. But then you go home and be realistic about what you've said. Like, mm. take your time if you need time to, yeah. to then build on that so you can just be aware. Yeah, yeah. And would you have examples of those, like, so the wise, you said there's the positives, you said there's the negatives. Um, like, what would be some good examples? Like, if we just apply it really generic, like, we're talking positives in the way of, um, like, how they're going to feel, they're going to feel better. Is that, what you, is that what you mean exactly? Yeah, well, it depends how deep you want to go into that. Yeah. Really, like, um, if you have them loose ones, like, I want to lose weight. Yeah. I always try and swing it to the way it's like, well, how can you put that in a bit more positive? Like, why don't we put I want to be mm. instead of I want? Like, yeah. you know, I want to be at this. I know I still said I want, but B is a little mm. bit more positive than... Than I want. Mm. Yep. Yeah, you know, like there's a, you know, there's that bit of that proactiveness in there. Yeah. Like, and people laugh at that small, but that the small wording makes a difference if you're if you're really true to the to the process. Yep. They make a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a language around it, isn't it? Like if you use the language that, you know, you are consistently something that you want to be. Like I, I want to lose weight, or I, I will be leaner. Whatever the wording is, you're gonna have that positive association with it. Versus if you were using the language that, oh, like no, I'm just fat. I, mean, I can't do it. Yeah, you're not gonna be setting yourself up for success in those ways. So that's where that language really comes into it. I think um, what we do in FF, that is a sort of we. I, I get people to really just simplify. What are your goals? And I get it out of them, and then simply, you know, could be lose five kilos. Uh, maybe I want to drop a dress size. Uh, I want to not be puffed walking up a flight of stairs. Uh, be, able, be able to hold a conversation on a long walk with a friend. All of these things, and then I, I, I classify those as generic goals. Yeah. And then what I do with people is, then we go back. We create a list of those goals, and then we go back, and then we go. All right, what are the whys? And why do you want to lose five kilos? Yeah. And that's where we get into the butter of it. That's, yeah, well, that's, that's the important part. Yeah. Exactly right. That's where we get into the good stuff because that is going to be their real driving purpose. Those outcomes align with their values and those values obviously align directly with their identity of who they are. Yeah. Or if there's a bit of identity crisis of who they want to be. 
So we're going is, why do you want to lose five kilos? Like, okay, it's confident. So I want us to feel sexy for a partner again. Like all of these things that can like have a really negative association on someone's mental or, and or physical health um, and then do that. And the biggest thing I've found with people is that we can't be afraid to ask why twice. Yeah. So if you're doing it by yourself, don't be afraid to dig a little bit deeper. That's where you can sometimes go up to five whys on the same question yeah. to get to that depth to really find that outcome that you that you want to come to. Yeah. And it's, it can be done for every single goal. It can be done for um, you know, why do you want to be more confident? And you can go into that a little bit more deeper. Um, you know, why would you want to be more confident? What would the benefit of that be? Yeah. And then you go, okay, do I need to ask another level of why again? Yeah. And it can be really, really complex. It is, it is, because the the, sta- the statement in itself is like, I want to be more confident. Well, you don't know that losing five kilos is going to make you more confident. You might lose five kilos and then go, fuck, why aren't I confident? Mm. You know what I mean? Then, yep. then, you've got, then you've got to unlayer, you've got to peel the layers of onions back more, more and more and more until you find out why. Exactly. But like I was saying before, people don't, people don't always know. They mm. think they know. Yeah. And then, you know, it's nearly like that harmonic treadmill. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you get to one point and then you're like, fuck, that didn't work. What am I going to do now? Then you find, oh, well, this must be it now. Yeah. But that's the process. You've got to figure that. You've got to go through them steps yeah. to figure it out. Yeah. It's the I'll be happy when. Yeah. I'll be happy when, as I was, let's use myself as an example, as a self-conscious youngster, you know, I'll be happy when, um, you know, I'm benching 60 kilos, or I'll be happy when I'm squatting 100 kilos. Like, those are the things that I would literally say. Oh, uh, when I was starting to get a little bit more serious with my nutrition, oh, I'll be happy when I have abs. Yeah. And it's like, well, you get those and you're not happy, and it's like, well, what's the real issue? Yeah. And it's a little bit deeper than that. And so yeah. it's like, Michael, you just explained, like, I'll be happy when I lose five kilos and then you lose five kilos, you're not happy. It's yeah. Like, oh, what? What's, what's but that's when you, that's when you've got to like, and I guess it takes time where you learn to enjoy the process mm. where you can, you know, you just like powerlifting. That, I love powerlifting because the job's never done. Mm. There's not a powerlifter in the world that was like, that wouldn't give it all up for a little bit more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm. but, that doesn't take away that they still haven't enjoyed their successes on the way. Yes. But there's just, there's always that urge. Yeah. Let's, let's try. Let's go a little bit heavier. Let's do, let's try for this next time. Like, yeah. But then you learn to enjoy the process. You like, especially the love training, stuff mm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's almost a whole other side to the goal setting. So there's the why of what drives someone, you know, their values and their identity. But then there's like, all right, how do we stick to that journey long term? Say mm-hmm. someone needs to lose 50 kilos, like, and it's a long journey. That's a one to two year journey and they've got to stay to it. So it's like, I guess what you're saying is like, it's not attaching yourself to the outcome. You're attaching yourself to the journey. Yeah. And the journey is the habits. Yeah, that's right. And the habits of powerlifting is squatting, benching and deadlifting every week, you know, usually in some sort of structured program so that you can progressively overload. Exactly. So you can do a little bit more. <laughs> it's always that little bit more, isn't it? Um, so if it was that person that wanted to lose 50 kilos, what are the habits that has to lead that to them? It's move your body however many times a week. This is a progressive thing. So yeah. like if they're just starting and they're 50 kilos overweight, maybe they're only starting twice a week. Yeah. Maybe they need to up their water intake. Maybe yeah. they need to up their steps to 6,000 uh, steps a day. But that, and again, 
it's the habit lifestyle. Mm. It's not, there's no small increment of changes. It is, for yeah, especially when you're a person that was of my size, mm. it's a lifestyle that needs to change. Yeah. That includes all your habits that come with that. Yeah. It's got to be like, and it's hard because I guess, I don't know, like, I'm, I think I'm a strange example of that because it was pretty quick. It, it was, it was a 50, it was a big swing. Yeah. Was it, it was, was it 58 kilos in a year? Or is yeah. that the number I remember? 58 yeah. kilos in a year? Yeah. Yeah. Something along the lines of that. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. That's like over a kilo a week for the spend of a whole year. Yeah. And that was a big swing. And most people, unfortunately, can't do that. No. No. I think because, yeah, it's not realistic goal for everybody to set. Yeah. I think in the way of like how you adapted to strength training, like you, well, I guess we both have good genetics in that sort of way. Uh, so that would have been a big factor. But there was a lot of time there where you weren't you weren't working for a period of time there, and you were training twice a day as well. Oh yeah, yeah. And that was that, that was, first part. Of yeah, because that was that was the twelve eight weeks. week holidays. Yeah, was that eight weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah eight week. Oh, it was eight week. Oh, yeah. I was going to go to Europe. Yeah. And it fell through. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to train. Yeah. That <laughs> was just life training. Yeah. Life changing, sorry, but life training. Yeah. Was, I guess it was life training. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I lost 22 kilos in that 12 weeks. Yeah. It, it was a big number. Yeah. Yeah. It was the most in that gym for that challenge. Yeah. It was, yeah, incredible. Yeah. Incredible. But it, it, the, the point to take away, though, is still that you changed the lifestyle and your habits. And along that way, yeah. You still had a shift of wires, yeah, like multiple times. Yeah, yeah, and it's they're gonna change, and they probably should, mm. because yeah. when one door closes, many opportunities open. Like, yeah, different things. Like, and you can start doing one thing, and then something will be like take your attention mm. in a positive way, hopefully, and you'll be like, well, I'm gonna try this. Yeah, we're gonna move down here. So yeah. what's down here? And then it's a whole new, whole new ball game. But this, the process is exactly the same. Yeah, you're still following the same rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They keep going. They're yeah. consistent. Yeah. And like we said earlier, it's I don't know. People laugh at it where they say like this. Yeah, the language that you use it make it does make a big difference mm. over a long time. Like you can't see it. You won't see it anything short term. But the way that you start to look at things when you especially speak to yourself, mm. change dramatically if you start using a bit more positiveness about the way that you address yourself and others and stuff like that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, 100%. What was that quote you said the other day, the, the, the mindset, and the, how you're speaking to yourself is going to reflect in how your mindset is. You said, if you're going to live in your mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you're going to live in, if you're going to live inside your head, you want to make sure your room is clean. Yeah, exactly. So if you're not going to have positive language to in your mind that's uh, yeah. obviously going to reflect well it's there. funny like I used to think that I had a pretty dark sense of humour <laughs> I think I think for a period of time there most people would agree but that that eventually like even though I thought it was being funny mm. that eventually you start to be that you start to be what you say yeah and yeah. then I was you know, having a depressed piece of shit like <laughs> yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're talking negative all the time you think it's a laugh yeah but then eventually you become what you are. Mm. Yep. Yep. It really does. It really does. So how in the last few years, I think we've both had a lot of shifts in our lives like on a consistent basis almost. Like 
What's your journey of the changing why? Well, I get, I think my current why is just, has taken a pause. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a break. Mm. Um, it's still the goal, but I just want to, well, there's other people in my life now that mm. take up, you know, I'm not sure say take up my time, <laughs> that, I, that, that I enjoy spending time with. Um, so sorry, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Can we edit that video? Yeah. No, but no, um, yeah, I'm getting married at the end of the year. I can't, I just can't, I can't give everywhere that I need to and these mm-hmm. things take priority over the, over the power of you. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where we're both alike more than ever is that there's, as the businesses are growing, there's spinning plates. Yeah. And the plates are spinning and it's very hard to always nail your nutrition, train with intent for a competition. Because yeah. there's a big difference between that and then just moving yourself, you know, for health through the week. Yeah. Which I would say that we both are moving for health. Yeah, the yeah. At the moment. There's well, no direct goal. I would say, I still call it training, but I'm just exercising you. Yeah, that's a probably a good way to put it. Yeah. 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 Training is something for, you know, and you call it what you like, but the way that I've always looked at it, training is training for something, you know, a sport or something mm-hmm. very specific. Yep. And then there's exercise. Yep. And I, I'm just exercising at the moment. Yep. Yep. Yeah, actually, I really like that. It's the way, like, it's in the wording around, I avoid with my clients and myself working out yeah. the term because I find that training holds a high level of discipline. Yeah. Um, and if you are training to a goal that is of a, a progressive nature, then I, yeah. I do think you could classify it as training. Yeah. But at this point in time, like, you know, I'm not, my, I'm not stepping into the gym floor every single time to be like, I'm going to progress. Yeah. I'm now going to just be moving through the process, making myself feel good. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's literally it. Mm. Feel better. Yeah, it's like it's uh, it's the sanity. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? I really find that it's rings through more than ever that one is. It's and that's always hectic well. That's it, I guess, for you would be, with clients would be a hard one at times when you've got people that want to train like an athlete mm. that aren't, not that they're not athletes, but they have no specific there's nothing specific in nature that they want. They just want to train, mm. you know, three times a day and do this and they want to lose weight and they want to, or, you know, whatever it is, put muscle mm. on, but then they're not willing to eat. And <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, why isn't this working? Yeah. Oh, that's a, I think that's a whole episode itself, that one <laughs> of actually people sticking to their goals. I don't even know how to unwrap that one right now, but it's, yeah. it, is a, it is a big one. Um, but it's just an element. It's just always going to be there in our industry. There's going to be people that are um, a little bit all over the shop with what they want or yeah. they're, they're probably not clear on yeah. their wise at the end of the day. Really, yeah. like if, it, if it ties straight back into what we've been talking about in regards to someone that's not an athlete that wants to train multiple times a day but is half-assing certain elements that's going to be really just not helping their progress, well, they don't have a why. Yeah. They think that it may be that they have ego in the way that they think if they're training multiple times a day that they're better than other people. Yeah, <laughs> don't know. I don't know that for sure, but yeah. it's, it could be a common thing that they think that that's the way, or they think it's going to get the results faster. Yeah, and they don't haven't been educated on what nutrition looks like uh, in that process and moving it through fast. Yeah, because um, you know, my own wise as the business has shifted, like you know, there was a point there where I was powerlifting, and 
that was great. Then I kind of fell off there and I, I lost that sort of that why. And then I've probably just come off 18 months or 24 months of weightlifting with Brent. That was a why. And that was the challenge myself and learn new skills. I guess the, the whole concept of training for myself was a little stale and repetitive. So I broke that trend. And now with the business being quite busy and the staff and, you know, life's a little crazy. <laughs> Last little crazy, and yeah. it shifts away from that again. It's not about learning learning a skill. It's about like keeping the keeping that skill going. I guess it's like it's yeah. almost like a maintenance phase. Yeah, I guess you could say. Well, that's yeah. Mm. I I'd agree. It's just a maintenance thing. Like like I said, my goals haven't haven't changed. They're just on they're just on hold. Mm. Yeah, they don't have to be right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. I reckon that's us for today. All right. I reckon, I reckon. Cool. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. If there's any topics that you want us to talk about, um, anything like that, let us know. Comment below. Message us. You know, you'll find us on Instagram, uh, on Forever Forward Fitness. Search that and you'll get us on Instagram, Facebook, and even Google will pop up. And Moose, I'm all on the same. Yeah. You'll even find me on Google now. you just got to scroll down about three things. <laughs> Hey, that's not too bad. Actually, it's not too bad, but if you Google Strength Community first, it comes up with Instagram, then Facebook, and then about four scrolls down, there's the website. Nice. There we go. We'll see you there.